Hey, ¿qué pasa, Calexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, like always, before we begin, I want to thank a couple of people. I want to thank my anchor sponsors. I want to thank Jake, Sergio, Camilo, and Dylan. Thank you guys for sponsoring the podcast. I also want to thank David Gastelum for thinking of buying or selling a home in the Imperial or San Diego counties. Make sure you contact David. His phone number is 760-235-9576. He's not only a realtor, but an investor with over 20 years of experience, and he'll teach you along the way one of the most important investments of your life. So make sure you contact David if you're thinking of doing that. Before I begin my conversation with my guest today, um, I just want to remind everybody that this is not an endorsement. It's just an opportunity for the candidate to come on the show and talk about themselves and for you, the voter, to get to know them a little bit more. Um, today's guest is, uh, I'm guessing, a lifelong resident because I've you know, I've been here uh, 30 years and he's been here longer than me probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I first met him when I was uh, working for Ms. Doreen Johnson for the for 21st Century um, Grant. Um, back then he was a principal at Jefferson Elementary. My um, guest today is a city council member and candidate for the city council member, Mr. Luis Pacheco. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Um, before we begin, you know, get into, you know, the politics and candidacy um, can you tell, tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, let's see. You kind of mentioned it that I was already in, in uh, at Jefferson. I was there as a principal for about 23 years. Uh, I have a, uh, my schooling was uh, through San Diego State. I've got my, my BA, then I got a teaching credential, and then I got a uh, uh, master's from USD in counseling, and then it furthered further that and got a administrative credential from San Diego State and became a uh, uh, administrator. So I've been with the retired from school district after about 36 years of, uh, of, uh, school district and I finished off as an assistant uh, superintendent, but, uh, that was my work, uh, career. Yeah. And you've, you've been here all of your life in Calexico? Pretty much so. I was born in LA, but raised in, raised in the valley in Calexico and all my schooling, kinder through to high school and uh, through Calexico. So I'm a, I'm a Calexican at heart. Yeah, me too. I got here when I was eight years old. So yeah, I've been here now the most of my life. So it's, and I was born in LA as well. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Something that I wanted to ask you, and I was kind of weird in these times of, I guess, COVID and, 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 you know, the internet is that you're not on social media. And uh, the, the issue with that is I, I, I think you get uh, to a point where you say, uh, like for me, I've been here <laughs> all my life and like people put up their posters with their face and their, their pictures and I say, well, I don't need that. If you don't know my name by now, it's, it, it is what it is. But apparently, yeah, it, it, it maybe something I need to venture in. There's still 50 plus days of it. So I need to, uh, uh, start up something and, and get, uh, get my uh, campaign out there when you can't do a face to face because I was a face to face guy. I don't care how many years you have, uh, in a particular office, you still make the face to face contact and you do the walk and you do make the visits. You do knock on the doors and you do leave your flyers and you ask them, guess, look at the interest. I guess, you know what I mean? And that, that gave me, and then of course my family is is the big supporter. They they uh, they're my they're my walking crew, and you get people to support you, and you've got a, a team of people, and you're and you're doing the face to face. You're you're knocking on doors, and you're leaving your flyers, and you say, 
el candidato, like, aquí está, mira, he's across the street. Let me get him for you. Well, yeah. And then I come back and I say, oh, well, the guy is walking. I don't, I don't pay people to leave flyers or put stuff on um, windshield wipers. And no, no, no. It was, uh, I was, all, all my candidacy, all my, my campaign was face to face, basically. And, and, uh, but now with this new, uh, the virus and it's, it's, it's different. You've got to, uh, find another, another way to channel your, your message. So, uh, in the near future, like in the next couple of weeks, I'll start uh, doing something to that effect because, uh, Um, you get you get to contact more people, and it's the uh, uh, the younger set that is looking for uh, for making the contacts with who, who is this who is this gentleman? But if they don't know me, they yeah, especially like um, you know, thinking back, um, you're not the first Pacheco, especially in your family, that's ran for you know any elected uh, official position. No, you're, uh, um, one of your brothers was um, board member for about 12 years. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Sal was uh, also well known in uh, for uh, being a board member for the uh, CUSD school district. And he was uh, uh, part of that uh, for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it, yeah, the, the big, my, you know, my first thought was like, if he's hoping that people will recognize the name, um, is there an issue with people confusing him with his brother or thinking that, you know, his, his brother's running for city council this time? Um, yeah. Well, you know, he's been out of it for about, he's moved from, from Calexico and he's up, uh, up in the, uh, San Diego area, uh, staying closer to his, to his, uh, daughter, but he's been out of, uh, Uh, Politica for about uh, five or six years now, so there shouldn't be any confusion of who's running. But oh, uh, he, he did have uh, a following in in, in his uh, uh, membership as a, a CUSD member. Yeah, um, going back to what you said about you know trying to reach out to the younger generation. Um, there's been this trend, here, especially here in the valley, um, where you know uh, a lot of young kids are coming back from college because or university because. Um, you know covid and and having to you know come back home um and you know i've i've gotten a chance to talk to a, a few of them um especially the kids from i mean I'm, i'm calling them kids but you know they're young adults um the kids from vallebota um and you know one one of their initiatives is to get more people out to vote um what are your thoughts on you know this younger generation you know wanting change and tr you know trying to get more people to vote and trying to get more diverse, you know, representatives in our, you know, t on the table, like in city council, school board? Well, you know, I, I'm all for the uh, the younger generation getting involved in in issues and, and, and policies and, and, and politics. But uh, there has to be, uh, there has to be a good cause uh, because there's the pandemic and, and we're not social We're not out and we're not about and, and we can't, we're kind of locked in and we can't get out. We got to be wearing masks. You got to, you, you can't visit bars. You can't be out. You can't be socializing and, and, and getting out, you know, uh, conversations. But, uh, it, it's good that they want to do that. But the issues are what I think what I hear they want to bring up is things that, um, can be handled uh, w without so much um, force and they want to uh, uh, 
make change now. That's uh, uh, one of the issues I hear is that, oh, the water is not drinkable in Mexico. Well, guess what? We test the waters every quarter. Every three months, we test the water and we do an annual evaluation of the water. The water has never been undrinkable. And they're making claims that they don't care about the water. You have to heat your water to drink. No, that's a, that, that's, those are, that's information that is really, um, false and it's negative. When would the city allow its water to be contaminated? And you're not informing the people that it's a, it's a contaminated condition. No, we, we have reports. The, the CCR information went out in the water bill and it said the water is drinkable. So I think these, these younger folks that want to get involved, pick up on issues and they wanted the uh, uh, renters, uh, a moratorium. But you know what? The state came along and kicked in and hey, we're going to, we're going to follow federal, state, and then county and then and city guidelines. So if the state is saying we're going to extend this, well, we're going to follow that guideline. Guess what? Yes. Okay. So that those issues are things that are at the moment like hot topics. And, and uh, another one is um, the mayorship. I think that was a, a concern. You heard about her. Our, our mayor being uh, the mayor. Of course, uh, there was an incident with her, but we 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 have to address the fact that people make mistakes. And when you come to a meeting, uh, you come to represent what's pre- in front of you. Her power is only to direct the meeting. A mayor has no other power than any other other five members. The members all have equal status. The mayor only directs the meetings and she gets to go to a ribbon cutting or once in a while. But, uh, they think, I don't know if they think uh, the powers of a mayor are so much more, uh, elevated and more, um, uh, I don't know, responsive or powerful or she's, she can make or break uh, with her decisions. No, it's always going to take a three, three vote. Uh, decision by council. So they're upset with that. And uh, those issues are, you know, well, you know, everybody makes mistakes and we move on and it's, it's uh, ceremonial. Everybody gets a crack at being mayor. You rotate the mayorship. Everybody spends time as mayor. So it's not nothing uh, that is going to be um, more than what it is, you know, everybody gets a shot at being mayor. But, but going, I mean, and I want to go back to a couple of the topics you mentioned there sure. because, you know, I wanted to, you know, those are some of the topics that I wanted to touch you because you're not only a candidate, but you're somebody that's been in the city council when some of these big things have, have been going on. Um, going back to that, to the Rosie though, um, Rosie thing, um, you know, you as an elected official, do you feel that, you know, you are held at a little bit of a higher standard? Um, and do you feel that, that is it's in your in your job kind of description to like lead by example yeah all all, all those things are true you, you you have to put a face you have to put a face to the community and saying this is a good guy well this guy stands for this and this uh it's it's a shame that it happened and uh we understand that 
uh, we're, we're all human. We all make mistakes. And I'm not, uh, I'm not in a position to, uh, say I'm better than you or you, you, you know, but, uh, given, given that, I think everybody has the opportunity to, to, uh, make amends and, uh, uh, you do the best and you put your best foot forward and, uh, you have, she has to deal with that down the road and whatever, whatever she does now with, with her life on the outside is going to, uh, uh, really, um, give her more, more status or boy, this, she really came around and she, she, uh, she did, she did step forward and, and, and give us her best. I think, I think one of the biggest reasons why, um, you know, people are, you know, up in, up in hands and, and, and upset about this is that, you know, you say people make mistakes and, you know, they're, you know, everybody makes a mistake. But this happened twice in a span of, I don't know, was it months or whatever? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, yeah, it's kind of like a slap in the face when, you know, somebody does something. And, and, and it wasn't like, it, I mean, I really hate to like really get into it because it's, you know, it's not my, I don't know, like, like you said, like it's not, it's not my job to criticize people or, you know, I'm not perfect. People aren't perfect. But, you know, when the same thing happens twice in the span of months, yeah, it's a little bit. And, you know, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. The, it, it's, yeah, the taste. It gives a uh, it gives it a bad taste. I understand, and there uh, people are there saying, "Why? Why did? Why did you vote?" Well, you know what? It's on a rotational basis, really. And if they are that adamant that they don't want that individual to represent them in city council, there's a process. They can come out and and draw papers and do a recall and get the signatures and if they're that upset they have that right mm. we're not going to say don't do it you go ahead and do it you're if you're that bothered and you're 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 dead set on not having that person be your representative by all means you have that this is a democracy you can vote in and vote out people so that's that's another avenue that they need to 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 take but to put up uh banners and and write uh, uh, slogans and and it, it it it's just an atmosphere that's not conducive to the betterment of the city. You can do all that in a quiet fashion. When I when I started this city council, the city council was in a terrible. The city was in a three point five million hole. We were we were going bankrupt. Those are the issues you get up and fight and say, hey, what the hell's going on? What are we doing? Where are, we, where are the expenditures? Why are we such in a hole? We're going to go bankrupt. We're going to lose fire department, lose the, lose the police department. Those are issues that you can get behind. But little issues like water, issues of uh, kicking out the mayor. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's. You, you can take a stand and, 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 and back it up, but there's ways of uh, going about it correctly and don't, uh, you don't need to be so, um, vocal, but you can be out there and say, you know what? We're going to make a change and we're doing this process and, uh, we don't think she belongs in. Would you mind signing this, uh, petition to, uh, have a reelection? Yeah. Go for it. Um, going back to the water, um, you know, say you say it's, uh, you know, um, 
good to drink, um, and all yeah. this. Um, so if it, but if it's you know if there's no problem with the water, why is there a need to send a letter to you know residents saying that you know there's this chemical in the water? You know, oh, those are done annually and those are done quarterly. It's uh, a part of the uh, state board uh, that we have to inform the parents of the parents, mm-hmm. inform the citizens of uh, the condition of the water. And right now there, there, there is certain high levels in your area town, but we're going to address that issue in two months. We've, we're going to stick in an aeration, uh, filter to help the, uh, that, that water tank. And that's a, a 200 million, 200, 200, uh, thousand dollar project that we're going to try to get underway to, to get that water back to a little more better level. So we're taking and addressing those issues. But the water is drinkable, and those notices go up because they're required by law. Um, in terms of the renters moratorium, you know, we we live in a in a county in a city where there's a high um, rate of you know low income families mm-hmm. and um, you know people that are were really impacted when it came to the pandemic. Um, so, what is the city or the county or the state? What are they doing to protect these families from getting evicted? Well, right now we're uh, we we are receiving some fundings to assist uh, individuals that had problems with uh, their electrical bill, their water bill, their gas bills. So we're going along those lines of helping them finding ways, and we, we're going to offer monies to those people to help make those payments. So we're going to address. Uh, uh, that in that fashion, it's called CARES money from the federal government. So we are producing uh, a way to uh, assist these people that are in uh, uh, some problems. And uh, of course, we understand there's no work. People are, are uh, looking for work and, and it's a double whammy. There's no work. And if there's no work, how can you make uh, uh, your gas payment, your water payment, or your light payment? So we, we are addressing that issue. And uh, Hopefully, we can uh, help and assist in this fashion. Um, and 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 that you know the same hand. Um, you know, yeah, we 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 need to help out renters, but how how are we helping out? You know, the landowners or the 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 landlords. Yeah, the landlords get. Uh, I, I believe their 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 the commitment is to uh, have them not evict anybody to make sure that they understand that. We're in this, uh, nationwide. It's not just, uh, Galexico, the nation. And there, there's a, a little, uh, uh, insert in, in the law that allows them to at, at least receive 25% of their, uh, uh, renter's fee to make it, uh, a, a little easier on them that they're making an honest effort to, to pay, to pay back. So these people that, uh, can't pay the full amount, if they can pay 25% of it, they're 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 good to stay and uh, there's no eviction for them and in the long run they'll have uh, uh close to two years to get back back on track and, and pay back what 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 they owe so it's a, it's kind of a win-win for everybody and, and nobody's uh left out in the process the landowner and and the and, and the renter. renter um how many times have you been in in the council this is uh my second go around uh uh, and, uh, each time you, uh, you, each time you're there, you learn there, and there's always different, uh, uh, 
issues and problems to come up with. But uh, my my main, and it's always stuck in my head, that my vote is going to go for the citizens of the city. It's for the 40,000. It, 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 if there's an issue with this and it's only dealing with a population of 60, well, uh, I, I hear you, but I have to deal with 40,000. How is this going to affect the city? If it's good for the city, it's my, it's got my vote. If it's good for the city, it's got my vote. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption, but it's time to pay some bills. So here's a word from one of our sponsors. All right, so now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Um, looking back on your two terms, um, you know, what are the, some of the things that you, you're proud of that, you know, you said you can think of that you voted for or that were passed during your terms that you can say, you know, made Calexico a better place, a better. Uh, help the citizens of Calexico? Well, the, I think one of the first one is having the, the park near that area where you're at the Cordova Park. It's, it's finally getting, uh, uh, the, the, the needed, uh, uh, equipment and gas and grass lighting. And it's, that's coming about and people can walk and, and use the park now. Uh, we're getting another park. Uh, Heber Park is where the old armor used to be. We're extending that park to, to cover the two blocks. And it's going to be, uh, a project that the California, uh, California passed uh, a bond for it. And we're going to get uh, close to $8 million to extend and make a nice gym, basketball courts, uh, walking, uh, outside lighting, parking. It's going to be a, a, a nice area on the west side of, of town. Another thing that, uh, we're looking at was uh, <laughs> President Trump's visitation. That was uh, that was uh, uh, an issue with uh, logistics. Even though he didn't stop to the city or stop to the county, he didn't uh, he didn't uh, stay here. But we had to provide security for them. Even though he didn't he didn't stay. Uh, The, the biggest thing was getting this city out of this bankruptcy. That was the thing the, that 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 made me go in the second time. We were three point five million dollars in in the hole, and I said, "I need to get in and see if I can help." At that time, there was fourteen people running for city council. Fourteen. I was lucky enough to to, to come out on top. It was really, really a, a, a hard task to chew. We had to take on unions, the police, the fire, the, the, the workers, and we, we really had to bounce back and ask them to do us a favor and to receive less, to take furloughs, to take, uh, uh, less pay. And we're doing, we're doing more with less. That was the biggest, the biggest issue of making sure that this city had police and fire protection and was able to sustain the city with, with, uh, keeping the city alive. We didn't go bankrupt. Yeah. That was an issue, a big issue. And looking back, what are some of the things that you would, 
you know, kind of take back, you know, that you would say, you know, you know, I probably have, if I had a check, second chance at it, I would probably vote differently. On that one, I, I would say um, when these new subdivision was were coming in and these guys were saying, you know what, why don't you uh, 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 have the uh, the owner pay part of that, pay part of that when they uh, do that. And uh, that was uh, 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 a bad thing to do. We don't have that anymore. We're not going to vote on that anymore. Don't have anybody... Uh, uh, it just puts a burden on on the homeowner to pay extra for the the streets, the lighting, the uh, the park that was never uh, submitted. So uh, uh, we're not letting the uh, developer come in and say we're going to tack this on. And says no, not anymore. We're not going to have that anymore. We're not going to have that. Uh, I, I would take that back. Uh, the, the developer either comes in and puts all the money up front. And uh, that's it. You're, you're talking talk. about that subdivision by um for, oh, yeah. by Walmart, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no more of that. That is um uh, not the right thing to do. Yeah. Tax, that tax on 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 the uh, on the people. Another another issue that's been lingering, you know, for a while now, it's the uh, Santo Tomas um, reopening, and you know, you know, all these vendors that are left out of work. Um, can you tell us a little bit? You know what's you know holding back you know the Santo Tomas to reopen. You know, what are some of the things that the city's asking for the landowner to put up that you know is holding or or what is a um, what's the holdback pretty much? Well, you know every every it, it it was a shame that it came down that a fire uh, took out part of that uh, property. And it, uh, it just, uh, didn't leave it open for business. We, we, we couldn't reopen because of the, uh, area. Uh, the fire department went in there and just came up with a lot of code violations. The code violations required to be addressed. So before these people could go back in, it was uh, recommended that they take care of their code issues to so make it safe for public use. The issue there was um, nothing was really um, taken care of. So uh, little by little, uh, they wanted to come back in, the vendors, but the owners didn't put up front any any safeguards to make it safe for people to go back in. So the vendors tried to go back in and then uh, the judgment by the judges closed it down. They said, you have to close it down. Nothing, nothing is safe in there. You have to, we have to lock it up. We have to close it down. So that was not our doing. It was uh, the courts that decided that they, that had to happen. We couldn't leave it open. So we did, uh, try to work with them and we were saying why don't we uh, allow them to work outside the uh, the area and put up their uh, their puestecitos and they could do that and we did come across and we did meet and we we met with uh, uh, an arbitrator and he uh, decided that uh, yeah sure we can do that they can work outside the Santo Tomas and continue with their sales and we can do that but uh, it it was a, a little hardship for them because it was not their normal stalls and they had to go in and go out and pick up and do that. But uh, 
it, uh, it was difficult, but the city never uh, closed them down. It was the judge through the uh, citations that they had with the, all those code violations that they didn't allow us to reopen. So that was the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because, you know, I feel that um, we all hear different stories from all the, you know, some of the topics we've, we've been talking about. Um, and like I said, you're, you know, you're on social media, a lot of the, you know, elected officials, you know, yeah, they come out when it's time to for re- get reelected or when it's time for elections. But it seems to me that uh, something that ha- happens often and not only here, but, you know, around the valley or around the, the nation is that when somebody gets elected, you know, we kind of like don't hear from them. And I feel that, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of misconceptions or, you know, misinformation can mm-hmm. be cleared cleared out by you know coming out and doesn't have to be out in public but you know like on a forum like facebook live or instagram live and kind of like address some of the issues that you know the community is uh concerned where about Mm -hmm. um what are your thoughts on you know you know trans i I, I guess being transparent like being able to you know talk to the community yeah well you know what we uh i started something when i was mayor I opened it up to having one one meeting a month with anybody. It was the last the last week of the month. I set a date apart, the last Wednesday, to have people come in and talk about any issues. And the city manager, myself, and another city city council member, we would meet with uh, people to open up and listen to their concerns. And uh, this this is not brand new. This happened, you know, twelve fifteen years ago. That's one of the things I remembered people doing so they could be uh, be a voice and be uh, more uh, uh, receptive to the community and hear what their concerns are. And uh, that that was what I kind of re-implemented mm-hmm. and we started doing that. And uh, it carried on for the next next two, uh, two mayors. So that's one way of doing that. But we do have a Facebook and I think the Facebook needs to be a little more uh, informative. And I think the Facebook has to take on these uh, questions that we the, I think uh, the city takes it for granted that uh, uh, everybody knows everybody knows but yeah if, if you don't go to city council or you don't watch it by, by, by streaming you're not you're not gonna know that's important no less important so they're not gonna okay until they they come and you got people honking horns and there's a caravan and what's going on? Oh, pues es la biblioteca, la van a cerrar. Oh, okay, okay. Then, then you hear about uh, the issue. But uh, I think we need to be more uh, open up with our um, our own uh, Facebook at, at, at the city and be more uh, uh, transparent and yeah. uh, bringing up these issues with water. Because, uh, you know, I, I, I told them two meetings ago, there's nothing wrong with the water. Here's our report. It's by the state board water board. It's the water's good to drink. Uh, and then there, you've got people stating that, that the water needs to be heated. The water is not drinking. No, that's not true. So we're going to, uh, we're going to be more, uh, more open about answering back and, uh, putting in those items that, uh, are, are of concern. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, for now, I think we need to be a little more, uh, uh, transparent with, with our Facebook. With yeah, and, and, and it can, because I've seen a couple of meetings here and there, and, you know, or, or you see clips on, on Facebook, you know, during the public, you know, public speaking session. And it, it, I guess what, 
if I was one of the people that comes up to the public speaking is that sometimes like it feels like uh, people are being ignored, which is which is not the truth because you know part of the public speaking is like you can't really you as a board you can't exactly. really interact with. Yeah, exactly. But I feel that you know you can kind of alleviate that a little bit if you know you would have a monthly meeting where you know you would visit okay. the and talk we to do these- Alejo, we 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 do that even though it's not on the agenda. That's why you can't really have a. Uh, this give and take with the person going up there and and talking about uh, my guard, my car got ticketed and my uh, uh, they picked it up, they towed it away, and went, I got there too late, but it wasn't because uh, you know whatever it was, and now he has got to pay a towing fee, and we listen to the person. He says yes, well you know, and but uh, after the meeting, you know, we 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 get together and say you know what. Uh, did we really make an effort to get a hold of the owner to make sure that his vehicle was being towed? And because of this reason, are we giving him an opportunity to, to put it back in his yard so it doesn't uh, violate the code section that needs to be that it needs to be towed? So we need to be more uh, um, aware of you know we're not right now uh, uh, ready to pay for any fines really. So I, I, I think um, having that uh, uh, answered, but not we can't answer during the, the session, basically. So they came up and it looks as if we're not interested, but no, we're jotting down the, the concerns and you know my, my, my alleyways are, 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 are terrible. My, my neighbors are doing this. They're, they're, they're leaving the trash cans out this way or uh, they're leaving this out and, it, it, it looks bad. Well, we, we, we address those issues after the meeting because it's not agenda on the agenda agenda science. That that's part of that reason. Yeah, yeah. We, we discuss it. Um, we do know, address it. We do address them. Yeah, um, you know, being in the situation we are with, you know, COVID and the pandemic and situation, you know, where the city's at, you know, you know, people, a lot of people are, you know, angry and disappointed. What made you decide to run for you know for re-election? It's uh, we're we're in the black. <laughs> we're in the black for the first time in about uh, three years, so we have a, we have a reserve, but we're not there. Okay, we don't have the uh, we don't have the the base that El Centro has for receiving. Uh, sales tax and all that we're, we're we're a little more lower than what they are so we are uh, in essence just getting out of this big deep deep hole so we're out of it yes we found enough money to give our our workers uh, uh a little raise i mean they they were the ones that sacrificed for the longest time but not receiving uh, a pay raise we did address that issue we did give them a small raise it 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 is uh, minimal, but we're going to make uh, an effort to uh, continue to make our uh, our reserves better. But we're not out of the out of the woods. We're still we still need to work. We're 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 doing good. We're on track, but we still a lot of uh, issues to address. And we're we're very conservative. We're very conservative with the spending. We meet with our quarterly every three months. We have reports on our our budget. And we're, you know, we're on target or we're here or these monies haven't come in, but we project to have this, this come in. So it gives us more of a, 
of a bird's eye view of what's happening instead of getting waiting for the end of the year and say, hey, what? We're $350,000 in the hole. What do you mean we're, no, we're keeping a very proactive accounting um, uh, issues with our uh, business uh, personnel. They're, they're updating us every quarterly and we're, we're moving along and keeping an eye on that budget and not making extra uh, out of uh, ordinary expenses that don't need to happen. Okay, so that that's when you know you, you trying to get the city a little bit more comfortable in terms of budget it's, was one one of the reasons. Back, even though we're yes, I I I think I can continue to help the city become uh, better. Uh, uh, change is good, but if it's going to be change within what we're doing, I mean, uh, there's there's a there's a madness to our. Our, our, our thinking we're, 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 we have tunnel vision, but we're working towards an end and we're working for the success uh, of the community. Well, we want to make sure we make those steps and then we're leaping, then we're bounding, and then we really got a good reserve. Um, if, if you get reelected, what are some of your goals or what is something that you would like to see? Like, if you had one wish, what is something you would like to see, you know, happen to Calexico if you get reelected? You know, we we uh, are are low in um, in both uh, departments in fire and 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 PD. We need to make sure and booster up both those uh, uh, departments. Uh, it is a uh, a necessity. Our our community uh, on any given day, if that uh, uh, border is opened, we're going to have uh, the double population basically from. 3 a.m. to uh, 8 o'clock in the evening. We just have all these commuters coming in and out and we have to provide for them. And that's fire. There's a lot of people that faint on the border. People just get sick and we we're, we make a call out there. We're using our people to go and assist and pick up the, the individual that is uh, uh, in distress. And we make those calls. We have to be there. We're, we're those two areas for me, uh, police and fire, Make sure that we have a balanced budget and that we're spending the money where it's supposed to be spended. Uh, there's a lot of a, a lot of activities that we can't really do, but we do a lot with what we have in our library, in our, our community centers. We try to have activities for the seniors and for the, the kids. We have programs from from uh, cooking to bingo to karate to uh, guitarra to singing to uh, dancing. So we're, we're trying to provide for all, all, all ages, seniors and, and the youth. But uh, uh, those were some issues for me. Make sure that we provide for the safety of the community. That's police and fire, making sure there's activities for our seniors and for our uh, uh, young adults and our, our kids that are going to use the community center and not libraries. Yeah, no, I want to shout out um, Calexico Recreation Department. Um, they featured me yesterday on a com- like a community member spotlight, so I was their guest <laughs> yesterday. So <laughs> that's pretty good. Did, did they make you read a story? No, actually, they just made me talk about myself. You know, uh, growing up in Calexico, and you know the podcast. You know, uh, the podcast is getting a little bit more traction, so yeah. people are no- yeah. noticing. So. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. really fun. A um, little bit nerve wracking, you know. I talked for an hour, uh, half an hour, and <laughs> so, and and it's hard when it's you know just one person talking. You know, right now we're ta- we've been talking for over f- close to forty minutes, and it's easier when it's somebody like 
you and me talking back and forth, but it's yeah. when it's just one person, you know, talking about themselves and it kind of something like you get dry on, 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 on whatever the topic or did I, what can I mention? Okay. Yeah. And, and, and even though I, I had, you know, kind of like, t- uh, um, practice a little speech, you know, once you're there in front of the camera, it kind of like goes out of your head and you forget everything that yeah, yeah. once you stop. Oh, reco- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like that tax, it's the CFDs, those CFDs. If, if I had an opportunity, I would never allow a developer to come in and offer housing with CFDs attached to it. No, that's, mm-hmm. that's the wrong thing to do for our people. You give us the price up front and that's what we're going to pay. Yeah. No, or this other additional cost. No. Um, so Mr. Pacheco, we're you know at 40 minutes. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask you or we didn't talk about that you would like to add on? Like any final thoughts? Well, you know what? Uh, uh, we're just trying to be very uh, budget conscious. We're not trying to uh, overspend. We're 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 looking for uh, the forty thousand uh, inhabitants of this city and making sure that uh, we uh, can turn on the lights and turn off the lights and and keep the city going. But when four years ago it was dire, it was dire. We had to borrow money to just keep us afloat. Because you have to pass a budget with a balanced budget, we had to borrow three point five million dollars to make to make it, and and we're out of the, we're out of the the those deep holes. But now we're on our way out of the out of the we're in the forest, but we're we're looking up and we can see the sky. So now we're little by little, it's getting better. So we just want to maintain that, and hopefully the people uh, respond to uh, not what's going on with. Uh, the issues of um, elected officials or the, the water's not drinkable or they don't care about the, the, these workers. They didn't help out, but it 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 is what it is. And we're, we're doing the best to try to keep everybody uh, in tune and focused to what we want to help. And we do want to help. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, you know, I know that um, you're not used to, you know, these kinds of things, um, social media or, or, you know, Zoom stuff like that. But I, I want to thank your daughter, Roxana, for reaching out and, and kind of like bugging you to, to be on and yeah, convince say, well, you. Alejo, wait a minute. Does he live over there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does he still work with the district? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. When does he want to do? It? Yeah, yeah. Okay, one o'clock. Okay, the legacy. Yeah, she's so the one that that reached out, and you know, uh, like I said, uh, every time I say, you know, I interviewed a, a, an elected official. Um, first of all, I didn't say before, but this is not an endorsement. It's just uh, yeah, a, no. a, a a way for the community to get to know the candidate. You know, get to know what they're you know all about, what they're trying to do for the city. Um, and yeah, like I said, you know, I'm open to interview anybody and everybody that's running because that's my ultimate goal is to get the community to know who's running, what they're running for and make a better decision when uh, election day comes or when they mail in the vote. Um, and yeah, like, you know, I want to thank, like I said, want to thank your daughter again for reaching out and, and making this connection and, 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 you know, making this possible in, in a sense. All right, Alejo, you keep doing what you, you're doing. So this, uh, que pasa Calexico is, is, I, I guess really, uh, taken on different form. It, it's, it's, uh, growing. Yes. Yeah. 
it, it it is it's it's got more of a of an outreach now yeah yeah like i said um yesterday on 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 my interview with um with the um the parks and rec is you know at the beginning i was doing it just to do it because i wanted to do it but now it's more of a uh responsibility you know it's i've taken more responsibility to from the community of uh, whether it's a community happening or you know getting to know an, an, an official like their official so um mr pacheco once again thank you for your time um enjoy your saturday and your weekend and um, and also thanks for the thanks for the the time and uh uh thank you all right all right guys thank you so much for listening thank you for tuning in make sure um stay safe wash your hands wear your face mask let's keep this trend of uh, bringing down those numbers um and yeah have a good day peace